Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please join the conversation at Business Bros Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S I A S F I R S T.com for previous episodes. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic Why did you get into business in the first place? What does your life look like when you've helped others make more money? And how can you take advantage of the information here today? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Remember, if success is for me, schedule a coaching call for free. All right. Let's start off with some uh, shout outs. So before we get into the iTunes shout outs, mainly because I got to pull them up because, of course, I didn't have them open when I'm ready. Of course. I want to do the first shout out to the father-in-law. First 43 shout years. Out. 43 years. 43 years at the same job, retired this uh, this last week. And we had a we had a pretty cool retirement party for him right here at the house. Really a lot of fun. For anybody who is uh, checking out our Instagram story, take a look at that boy, Liam, my nephew, his son. Holy moly. Dude got the confidence, decided he was going to go up and sing Un Poco Loco, which is uh, from the movie. From the movie Coco. From the movie Coco. Right. And uh, sure enough, he, he hopped on stage, did it. And and I mean, and did it well. Right. I mean, Hell he, was yeah, on there he kicked butt singing. He was smiling. He was having a good time. I mean, it was it was a good show. I was I was thoroughly impressed with his ability to do that. Thoroughly impressed. So I guess that would be shout out number two to the boy. Shout out number two goes to the boy. But number one goes to uh, to Mr. Geary here. 43 years, dude. I mean, that's somebody doing the same thing over and over and over again. And and by the time he left, he was he was well loved in that in for in his company. Well, I mean, of course he was in the yeah. school district. Anyways, I mean, a lot of people came to to his retirement party to you know wish him wish him off and wish him well, mm-hmm. which means he, mm-hmm. he was doing something right. You know, he definitely did. He was out there being of service to others. I'm sure for sure for sure. And then of course you know Liam. I mean. <laughs> Okay, look, when we tell you to do something like that makes you uncomfortable, getting in front of a bunch of people <laughs> and singing uh, is, to me, I mean, yeah, I know you do it at, at uh, karaoke. karaoke regularly, but mm. he doesn't. No, <laughs> right? no, 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 no. He, that was eight in front of adults he's never met before. Like, yep. it, was, it was something to see him go out there and do that. Super so. brave, super brave. But you know what he told me beforehand? He was going to be of service to others. That yes, even better, dude. Right? That was so great. That was so great. <laughs> that, that, that warmed my heart. That's for Liam, sure. Liam is definitely one of the listeners to the, to the podcast. He's always giving me advice when he said, you know, we should interview more people. Like, literally, those are things that an eight-year-old has helped us when it comes to social media and getting ourselves out there because, because that generation does that. Like, he sure. doesn't watch TV like the rest, like I did growing up. He watches YouTube. He sees what YouTubers do and how, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they, they want to mimic those things. So he drops some knowledge on me every once in a while. I'm like, son, 
you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I should be doing that. And so, you know, we do, we do some of these things. And we have been, yeah, for sure. We've brought in a lot more interviewees. It's been a lot of fun. We're looking forward to a couple more this upcoming week. So uh, be on the lookout for those. Instagram, be on the lookout. Oh, you got uh, LJ Valle on the Jose, on our Instagram. What up, Jose? Jose, hey, we're out here recording. We're out here recording the show, and so I want to make sure we get here, turn it this way. Jose. Much love to you this weekend, working hard. Plus, Jose was out there doing some karaoke himself. I saw you, bro. Good job. Nice, nice. <laughs> hey, Jose, do you have any questions for the business bros today? Yeah, any questions for uh, for us? By the way, if you are on Instagram Live, uh, you guys are more than welcome to drop us, drop us some questions because we would love to answer them live on the show. You guys get them live on Instagram. We get them recorded on the show and kind of makes for great content. So today's topic, uh, before, yeah, I was trying to pull up the iTunes ones, but for whatever reason, I can't. So no worries. We're going to drop into the show notes and get going in that direction. So we're going to be talking about creative workarounds, basically excuses. Excuses. Right? We always make excuses for the things we don't want to do. So it's easy for us to lose focus and it's hard for us to stay on target because we do try to find the way out of a lot of things that we're doing on a daily basis. There's a lot of different... Oh, yeah, you want to try do, doing it from right know. there? Something. So we're messing with the cameras. Don't worry about it. Just, uh, yeah, plop it right there. There you go. Boom. Nah, it doesn't do nothing for nobody. All right. Well, it is what it is. So creative workaround. So we wake up. Uh, we make up excuses so that we avoid being uncomfortable, right? Right. So, all day long. All day long. We try to be comfortable by, you know... Doing the easy way out of things. I mean, we're kind of fumbling right here in our words because we're trying to mess with the camera <laughs> at the same time that we're trying to do a podcast. It's all good. It's all good. So we probably should have set up the camera first, but that's okay. All right. So uh, this we, is live and unedited, folks. Live, raw, right? Raw. Just keep doing. Look, it is Sunday night. So if you're on on Instagram Live, it's Sunday night. There is a Sunday night football starting in 15 minutes, but we're here recording anyways because we got to have an episode posted for tomorrow. That's right. So we got to get, you know, I mean, talk about creative workarounds. We did watch football in the morning, Uh right? We we did go out out of our comfort zone to go hang out um, somewhere that, that wasn't on my couch (laughs) (laughs) to get us with uh you know networking with more people doing exactly what we tell our listeners telling what our viewers to go do right is to get out of your comfort zone go be uncomfortable a little bit go do what you don't Mm want to do when you Mm -hmm. don't want to do it at a high level and so you know we're doing that yeah and we're out there making connections we got to meet somebody who is involved in uh, audio video recording and editing and that could definitely be helpful for the podcast it might be something we might want to talk to and while we're on the subject Let's talk about strategic partnerships. This has kind of been my buzzword today. I don't know what it was. You can't get it out of your head. I can't. I woke up this morning. And by the way, I have loved your series uh, on Instagram Live. Let me turn it towards me. I've loved your series on Instagram Live over the past couple of days where you've been talking about always on, right? Hashtag always on. Always on. on. Hashtag always on. Whoever's on here right now, who is that? Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix, what's up, buddy? Hashtag always on. You can't turn this brain off. So I woke up this morning and those were the two keywords. That was the key phrase in my brain this morning is strategic partnerships. And what I love about our podcast and what we've been doing in our networks is we are, we're out there. We're building strategic partnerships. I mean, we're building friendships. We're building relationships. We're getting to know people and that's a lot of fun. But we have 
a purpose, of course. And part of it is that the mastermind, everybody that you meet can be of service to you and you can be of service to them in some way, shape, or form. And the key is finding out how we can help each of you and how we can help each other and form that strategic partnership. Dude, and and speaking of you know building relationships, you've been doing a lot of that lately yourself. So uh, this weekend, you went and taught at the micro schools again. Yes. Right. Yes, I did. Okay. So, okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Ready? All right. From the front, there was Selena, there was Alejandrina, Ahmed, Robert, Kevin, Christina, Carlos, Heather, Kyle, Jack. Uh, who was next to Jack? Was Andrew. Uh, Maria, oh, I forgot, Minchi was in front of Maria, and then we had, uh, Mason and Veronica, and I think that's it. Wow. So, did you guys do a name game in the class? I did the name game, and I taught everybody in the class the name game. I made sure that everybody was following us at Business Bros Pod, either on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Many of you are on Instagram today, so if you are around and you're taking a look at what we've got going on, hey, nice to see you, nice to talk to you again. By the way... You each got a shout out right now. You each just got a shout out. <laughs> that was pretty impressive, dude. Now, if you can remember their like Twitter handles or their their uh, social media handles, that would be super impressive. But at least you got first name basis. Have oh, you ever seen Anai was another one. Anai, wow, yep. dude, I'm impressed, man. That you are getting really good at that. I mean, remembering those names, right? Much love, Jose. Peace. So, I mean, dude, it was it was. Difficult for me to start doing the name game. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to learn people's names. I can't even remember his name t- today. Justin, Jeff, Jeff. I knew it started with the J. Ugh. So, oh, anyways, there you go. but I'm trying to remember names as best as I can because mm-hmm. you know I can't is not part of our vocabulary. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, so I can't is nothing more than a creative workaround and ex- and an excuse, right? Right. I can't and I don't know. That's the lazy person's way out. And when you say I can't, and when you say I don't know, it's basically you refusing to do the things that you need to do daily, which are your money-making activities. Absolutely. Things we need to do on a daily basis, lead, generate, follow-up, pre-qualify, present, negotiate, and close. Every single time. Every single day. Every single day. So, why aren't we doing those things? Because we always have excuses. Excuses are like, what? Well, we could call them like noses. Everybody noses, has everybody has one. Ah, there you go. Good call, good call. I like it. That's why you're a high school teacher. That's why I'm a high school teacher. Got to keep it PG, right? Carlos, what's up? All right, so. Uh, Is that Carlos from class? No, oh, different no. Carlos. Different right. Carlos. Carlos from my class. From your class. Yeah. All right. All right, so uh, lead generation excuses. I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm bugging people. Mm. Uh, no one's buying or selling. Everyone is waiting until the new year. That's probably a big one right now. It's that not is always definitely, yeah. The the thing about that one, everyone's waiting until the new year. It's always different, right? Uh, they're waiting until the kids get out in June. They're waiting until after spring break. They're waiting Taxes. until tax season, right? They're always waiting until something. Mm-hmm. That's just an excuse you're telling yourself. In truth. the meantime, people have bought and sold during the time you're saying that they're waiting for. It. Spit that truth, right? It's just it just is what it is. So I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. We have number of podcasts where we mention ford ford right and we got that from tim and julie's uh 
orga coaching organization, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. These are little memory joggers that you have in your mind that'll allow you to have a conversation with somebody where you're making the conversation about them. You're asking them questions. And that's where the lead generation starts to come into play. I was listening to Mike Cuevas' podcast today, by the way. A little Mike shout out. Cuevas, Mike what's up, Cuevas, buddy? We're going to hit you up and get on your podcast and uh, vice versa here soon. But uh, he was he was having an episode with somebody and they were talking about uh, the 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 things that people are doing to choose a brokerage, for example. One of the reasons why they choose a brokerage is because that brokerage is providing leads, right? Okay. Well, lead generation is something that you can do for free. Yeah. And there's no need for you to go out and buy leads. There's no need for you to go out and get a broker that's generating leads for you. Leads are the one things that you should be creating all the time on your own, right? We, but the problem is, it is a little uncomfortable to talk to somebody you don't know. Of course it is. One of the things he one of the things he mentioned was that he liked he said when you're when you're gonna go out and buy a cup of coffee, you could go to seven eleven and buy a dollar cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. Or you can go to Starbucks and buy the four dollar cup of coffee or the, the local place, right? Sure. Oftentimes the reason why the one dollar and the four dollar difference happens is because of the experience that you have at the four dollar coffee place. Maybe you like going in and seeing these particular people and you want to say hi mm -hmm, to them. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the barista that you want to get to know that's really cool, that always has good energy. Mm -hmm. Something about that experience overtakes the one dollar cup of coffee versus the four dollar cup of coffee. Right. So understanding that psychology, you're doing that yourself. It's gonna be the same way when you're talking to new people. It's not really that they're not interested in buying or selling right now or that you're overpriced or that that's the, you know, you pay, you, you charge too much in commission. It's the experience that you're giving them that brings value to the reason that they want to work with you. You have to be top of mind in order for them to want to work with you. And that only happens by building the relationship and continuing the conversation to being out there and talking to them on a regular basis. And that's all it is. It's getting out there and talking to people. That's lead generation. It's not very complicated. I think the name lead generation has this negative connotation in it where I have to go out and I have to, you know, knock on a door that nobody knows or I have to go down the yellow pages and pick a phone, pick up a phone and call, you know, cold call. It's not like that. Can you do that? Yes, of course you can. But lead generation is mainly a relationship starting conversation mm -hmm. it's taking the taking what you're already doing on a daily basis and just digging a little deeper right it's building that relationship it's making sure that you that that you are top of mind to your client when it's time for them to buy or sell would you say that lead generation is getting in front of people and telling them what it is that you do seriously it's that easy seriously guys it's that easy michael's on the on the on the instagram what's, what's up, up michael, michael? All right, so um, so that's that's really the thing about lead generation. So how do you get how do you get past the uncomfortable part? I think the first thing is that you need to internalize the scripts, right? You need to understand what Ford is, right? Yes, it's a car brand. Woohoo! That's how you get to remember it so easily. But it's family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Once you've internalized that, once you know that those are questions that you can ask at any given time, maybe you need to be a little more analytical. Maybe you need to write down five or six family questions that you can ask. Maybe you need to write down five or six occupation questions, five or six recreation questions, five or six dream questions, and then have those in, in and ready to go. But if you really internalize those scripts and you ask maybe one, maybe two of those questions, the conversation is going to go where it's going to go, mm -hmm. right? So that's one thing is is internalize the script. Understand that you you know get around the I don't know what to say by having a set agenda of what to say. I'm going to add to that to consider learning more and practicing 
active listening, which is really an art. It's more of an art than you may really recognize that you have to actually listen to what the other person is saying, be genuine, and actually care what they're telling you. How many times do you get into a conversation, you start listening to somebody, and your eyes glaze over, and you tune out everything that they say, right? It happens. People do that. You may be on the receiving end of that, right? And you know, oh, dang, that was like three rights. <laughs> and you notice, you notice when people are doing that to you. So don't be that person. Make sure that you're actually being genuine and listening actively and not just waiting for your turn to speak. Yeah, yeah. You, it, it's not a, it's, it's not a, it's not a race, right? It's not a my turn to talk time. It's just a conversation, and a conversation is best had when you're talking about the other person. So remember that it's not about you; it's about the other person. As long as you can remember it's about the other person, then when you get to the occupation question, that's when you're going to have your opportunity to speak. When you ask them, "What do you do for a living?" they're going to reciprocate the question, right? Just like they do with every other question. When when you ask them if they're from San Diego, right, they're going to give you an answer. They're they're going to they're going to give you whatever their description of the the answer is and then they're going to reciprocate the question so when you get to the occupation part that's the money question right that's when they're going to ask you hey what do you do for a living and you'll have the confidence to say i buy and sell real estate right i buy and sell or i sell insurance i, I don't buy, buy and sell insurance, insurance right <laughs> who do you know that i can be of service to right these are the, once you have that confidence in whatever industry you you you're in mm-hmm. you know what to say you have that confidence level, but it's getting to that point. I think it's getting getting started. What else? I feel like I'm bugging people, right? You're not bugging people. You If, if you're calling random people at two o'clock in the morning, yeah, you're bugging them, <laughs> right? But if you're, if you're targeting your calls and you're focusing your attention on people who have their hand in the air, people who actually need help, how about if you're actually communicating with people at Starbucks or wherever you're meeting them and then you're following up with them because they've told you they're interested in selling? That's not bugging. That's actually being of service because you're the professional helping them solve the problem that they're trying to solve. So you're not bugging them. They need help getting done whatever it is that they are asking about, that they're telling you about. You just got to be ballsy enough to pick up the phone and talk to them and rem- and remind them that you're here to solve their problems and figure out what problems they're having. And if it's not their problem that you're solving always remember to ask for referrals especially with your previous clients when you get that win when you actually sell the policy or sell the house or you know help that person find their dream house whatever it is that you're doing especially in difficult transactions those are the things that people remember that's the time that you ask for referrals and make sure to get some names and call those folks as well help others solve their problems be of service all right um, you know, no one is buying or selling and everyone's waiting until the new year. Look, this is a combination of things. If you're going to get off your butt and actually do this stuff, you need to make sure that you have your call block set up. You need to have a specific time where you're going to either drop in, maybe do some face-to-face conversation. Maybe you're going to drop off a Christmas present. Maybe you're going to say, uh, hello and random, randomly stop by, see how things are going. Cause you know, you're their friend, right? We're building a relationship here. Mm-hmm. It's not always just a, you know, one time deal transaction and we're done but you need to set up your call blocks you need to set up your times to be able to go out and do those things so uh the last thing we got here is uh oh yeah no everyone's no, waiting until it. the new year well the last thing is is the referrals so 
you have already done business with a number of people. It may not have been, if you're a real estate agent, it may not have been a real estate transaction, but you go in and you pay your bills often, right? You go in, you go out and you write some checks to people. You go out and you conversate with family. These are, these are places where you can generate referrals and more business. Don't be afraid to ask for business, especially if you're out there putting all your successes on Instagram, all your successes on Facebook. Those could be bad things for somebody who see, who's really interested in buying and they see that you're constantly doing things. They could be thinking the same thing that you're thinking. You're thinking you're bugging them. They're thinking you're too busy. Truth. And if you're too busy, you're not going to get the business because you haven't asked for it. So if you're not asking for the business, that's part of generating referrals is asking for the business. It's not just picking up the phone and, hey, how you doing? Hope all is well. You have to have that line. By the way, I have a goal of helping three more families this month. Who do you know that needs help buying or selling in this market? Right? You need to ask for the business. If you don't ask for the business, everyone's going to be waiting until the next year or the next month or the next spring break or whatever it is. Ask for the business. You cannot grow a referral base. You cannot grow your business without asking for the referrals. And once again, you are always coming from a place of service. You're coming to help somebody solve a problem that they already have. They're already sitting there. They're waiting. They have their hand up. They need help finding a solution to some problem. Help find that solution. Be that solution. Be of service. Follow-up excuses. Follow-up excuses. Follow-up being another one of our money-making activities that needs to be done. But people make excuses for it. So let's assume you're past the lead generation. Cool. So now you're in the business. You've got leads. Remember this one thing. Leads themselves, they're worthless. They have zero value until you turn them into appointments. And the only way you're going to turn them into appointments is if you follow up. And we're talking about furiously fast lead follow-up. Now, here's some common excuses that we hear from people when we talk about follow-up. Every time I call, I get a voicemail. It's the holidays. It's family time. How often should I call? They're part of my drip email automated system, CRM, blah, blah, blah. I can only talk to a secretary. <laughs> Look, these are all excuses. Does that happen? Absolutely, it does happen. I always get voicemail. Well, are you always calling them at 12 o'clock in the afternoon? Chances are they're probably at work. So at try Or at lunch, right? If you're calling the same person every single day at the same time and you keep getting a voicemail, try moving your call block. Try picking up the phone Uh, Four hours later, five hours later, no one says you have to call every single one of your people between eight and nine. Do we advise you to have a call block in the morning? Yes, absolutely. We do advise you to have a call block in the morning, but some of your clients aren't available at that time. So you need to make sure you adjust, right? Modify and adjust. It's the only way that you're going to be successful in, in, in working out for sure. I can't go in deadlift, you know, a thousand pounds. So I modify it. I know that I'm weak at that particular type of lift drop the weight a little bit and work my way up, right? That's just modify and adjust. You do that in working out. You need to do the same thing when you're doing your follow-up techniques. If you're always getting voicemail, change the call block time. Preach it, brother. Preach it. It's the holidays. Happy holidays. So if your excuse is it's the holidays, I'm going to throw it back into you and say, then everybody should be home. (laughs) Everybody's home. So why are you worried about the holidays? The holidays are when you can get in front of people. This is the best time to talk, to uh, get in contact with people. Most of your competition, other real estate agents, other insurance agents, they are not doing that. Fact. They're not. They're doing what you're doing, making excuses. 
So, Chilling at home. It's, you know, uh, black Russian season or it's uh, cinnamon, you know, cookies, or, lattes and, yeah. you know, whatever. Gingerbread house season, you know, it's family time. This is the time where you need to go out and make all your connections because people have time. They have family time. Stop making the excuse and start flipping the script on yourself. And for what it's worth, when people are around family... These are the best times, really, to start talking about some things that not only affect them, but affect their family as well. You know, when you have the group there in a in one sitting, you can talk about the things that's going to affect them all. Specifically, right now in my mind, I'm thinking life insurance. Again, I'm not life insurance licensed yet. One of my goals for 2019, by the way. Not life insurance licensed yet, but I know the value in it. I know the value in it, and when I talk to people about it, it's not because I just want to make a sale. I mean, sure, am I going to make some money from it? Yes, but the important part is that you and your family are protected if something happens to you. Life insurance, disability plans, uh, long-term care, etc. and so on. These are products that we sell to protect you, to help you, not just to make a buck. Exactly. Be how, of service. How often should I call? <laughs> All the time. Until you get in contact with them. Look, we or get a restraining order. Or get a restraining order. We talk about categorizing your contacts into A, B, C, or D uh, type of quality leads, right? If they're an A quality lead, you need to call them every day. You need to get in contact. There's somebody who's about to close within the next 45 days. If they're not in that category, categorize categorize them correctly. And each one has a different time frame. Maybe they're not the one who's going to close in the next 45 days. So you call them every month or every, every few weeks, right? You still stay in contact with these people, but it has to be systematic. Otherwise, they will forget about you or not think about you when the time comes in. And the other thing is we, we already talked about the referrals. That's one of the reasons why you have to be in contact with them all the time. Because even though that particular contact may not be in the buying window, there may be somebody that they know that is in the buying window. So make sure that you're always calling. Keep your uh, leads categorized adequately, which kind of drips into the next one, which is your drip system. That is not a lead generation source. That is not a contact. That is not a touch. Stop kidding yourself and pretending that it is because it is just a passive way that you're doing a passive thing that you're doing to try to get in contact with these people. They don't care. If you send them an email, most likely they're deleting it. If you send them a mailer, most likely they're trashing it. If you're sending them any type of passive thing, a little Facebook like you know how many likes i got in my last post i don't know maybe like 100 something likes i don't know who liked it i just saw the number just like you do so why is a like important it means nothing those are all passive things the only things that you need to focus your attention on when it comes to spokes when it comes to generating leads and following up is when you actually do the things that make you uncomfortable if you didn't put yourself in a position to hear no you did not put yourself in a position to succeed today that means you did not follow up and you need to follow up on 100% of your leads 100% of the time furiously fast lead follow-ups how often do you call them as often as you need to because they need to close a deal they need to get something done you need to be the one that they're talking to look if this is making sense to you like if if this just kind of resonates with you you know it intuitively that this is what you're supposed to be doing then the next thing that you should probably do is make sure you schedule a free coaching call 
go to our website, csfirst.com, or you can scroll down in the, in the show notes of this particular podcast. Click on, if you're a real estate agent, click on the one that says for real estate agent. If you're any other uh, business and you want a coaching call, click on the other link. Schedule a free coaching call. You're going to get six free books. One of them is 25 Surefire Lead Generators in case you're still uh, you know, a miss up to what, how to generate leads and you'll get the real estate treasure map. You have time right now, right? You have quote unquote family time. So you need to get your business in order and the real estate treasure map is your business plan for you real estate agents to help you get stuff in order. So you know exactly how much money you need to make, how many listings you need to have at all times in order to meet or exceed your goals. Look, big changes are coming around the corner. If you're a buyer's agent, I got some things I want to tell you, which I'm going to add to the next note. Remind me for the next episode because we're rounding the bend on time here in a little bit. But let me just tell you this. Real estate agents, if you're a selling agent, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're a listing agent, you negotiate with your sellers, right? You negotiate with your sellers for commissions. It's going to come to the point where you're going to see that buyers are going to have to do the same thing with the buyers that they're representing and where buyers agents are going to have to do the same thing with the buyers that they're representing. The era of big commissions on the buyer side is on its way out the door. You need to become a listing agent. And if you're if you're unsure of how to do that, if you don't know what what it is you need to do on a daily basis to be a a kick-ass listing agent, then you need to hop on my call on Tuesdays at two o'clock. And you can find that under the coaching section in our website, csfirst.com. It's a like 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. You're going to learn the seven step sales, uh, the seven step listing process to become a good listing agent so that you can actually have a real estate business. That's, that's scalable. That makes you money that you're not worried about cash spurts. You're into cash flow. I can't even follow that up with anything. I know. It's all good. All right, so check it out. Just like we said, we took a little time out out of our day to do what we didn't want to do when we didn't want to do it, and I expect you guys to do the same thing. No excuses. No excuses. Get what you need to do done today, and then you can have some fun. And if you're an entrepreneur like us, 24-7, baby, that didn't, that just doesn't Hashtag shut off. Hashtag always on. Hashtag always on. All right, guys. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.